0: What's up everybody and welcome back to another episode of Straight Up Sabres presented by the Hockey Podcast Network and the Charging Buffalo. As always, I'm Brendan. And I'm Taylor. And Taylor. Last episode, we had looked back in light of the Sabres season ending at how the on ice performance was and now it is time for us to look back at our performance and see how we did with our preseason predictions. So you had taken the liberty of going back and listening to those episodes and uh, today's episode we're going to talk about how we did.
1: Yeah, and we even get to um, bring in Chad and Anthony from Expected Buffalo against their will.
0: Oh, good, good. And I didn't
1: know they we were going to bring this back.
0: Hey, um, and as a quick side note, too, I just want to point this out. Speaking of Anthony, on Friday, my cover band that I play in is playing at Mr. Goodbar, and Anthony himself will be joining us on stage to play some goddamn saxophone. So, really? if you're not doing anything Friday night, Mr. Goodbar show starts at about ten o'clock. Music starts. Anthony from Expected Buffalo will be joining us for a special song on the saxophone just for this one and then we're playing another show at the end of May at Thin Man on uh, on my birthday on May 28th and he's going to be doing I think probably like three or four songs with us as a matter of fact so come see Anthony play some sax this weekend
1: wow is there any truth of the rumor he's going to wear like a little orange dress like Lisa Simpson or no or he's that?
0: going to be completely butt naked oh wow yes no that's actually better only a bow tie but otherwise yeah. completely naked no shoes or anything
1: wow Good stuff. Yeah. All right, so at the beginning of the season, we had a couple of preview episodes. We looked at around the league with Chad and Anthony from Expected Buffalo and picked our top three in every division. And then we also did our own two pods. Uh, it was a two-part pod where one, we did five bold predictions for the Sabres and then five for the rest of the league. So let's see how we did. For starters, in the um, the first episode that I mentioned, we all... Uh, guessed how many points the Sabres would have this year. And we were all pretty close. We were all in the right range. Uh, we The Sabres outperformed all of us. Good. The Sabres, I believe, ended up with 75 points. Yes, uh, And all of us said in the episode the Sabres uh, would not be nearly as bad as some people on Twitter were saying. Look at us. And we were correct. Uh, the closest was the most optimistic, which was Chad at 74. Uh, Anthony and Brendan both said 70, and I said 67. So all within 10 not points. Not bad. Yeah, they did. And they, uh... Shout they, out Chad. Damn. Yeah, it was only one point off. Uh, so yeah, we all have our hits and misses here somewhere. Alright, so, continuing on with them, we, like I said, picked the top three in every division. Uh, one, let's start with the Atlantic. Let's do it. Alright, funny thing, me and Anthony, uh, picked together, and you and Chad picked together. We picked the three correct teams, and I don't think either of us had them in the right order. In fact, no, we did not have them. I don't know either of us did, but Good. close enough. Me and Anthony picked it as Florida, then Tampa, then Toronto. And you and Chad picked it as Tampa, then Florida, then Toronto. Oh. It is Florida, Toronto, then Tampa. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, good enough. Right? Yeah, like, I'll we, tell we you. Got, hey, top three is top three. Yeah, we got all, we got all the other teams right, which I can't say about the other divisions. Oh, boy. The Metro. The Metro was going to be interesting this year. Yeah. Right? We, we knew there was going to be a lot of good teams or a lot of teams that were close together. Right. That was discussed. Uh, But we were all kind of all over the place in terms of what we thought. There was one big thing that we all got wrong.
0: The Rangers?
1: Well, actually, that's two big things. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I picked Pittsburgh to repeat. Well, not to really repeat. They won the fake whatever division.
0: I know I got that right. Yeah.
1: Pittsburgh won the whatever division last year. It doesn't matter. They finished third this year. But I picked them to win. I picked the New York Islanders to finish second. And Carolina to finish third. Obviously, Carolina ended up winning the division. Which is what Chad said. Carolina would win. He was correct. And he was also correct that Pittsburgh would come in third.
0: Didn't I also... Wait, did mine and Chad oh, were... Oh, get come... to you, pal. All bye right, bye. all right. Because
1: there's, you guys didn't have the exact same thing. Okay. And he was incorrect, though, that the New York Islanders would be second. So... Interesting. Anthony... Pick the New York Islanders to finish first. Wow. So we were all really high on Oh, no. To be fair, they were just coming <laughs> off going <laughs> to game seven of the conference final.
0: Okay, that's fair. That's fair.
1: Pittsburgh second and Carolina third. Uh, and Brendan Uh-oh. picked Carolina to win the division correctly.
0: Yeah, baby. Uh,
1: incorrectly said the New York Islanders would finish second. No, baby. Uh, man, none of us even had them third. We all had them top two.
0: And Damn, I really picked them to finish second, huh? Yeah, they oh, were, that's a shame. They were fifth. Oh, that was way off. Who'd I, I have third? The Washington Capitals, who finished oh, the fourth. That's all right. I'll take that. Yeah, close enough, I off. guess. All right. Was that so, the only one who had Carolina? Did you say win the division, or did anyone else? Chad did.
1: Chad, right, right, right. Okay. Uh, we all had the same division winner in the Central, and we were all correct. Woohoo! Colorado. And Chad and Anthony both had the exact correct order. Of Colorado, Minnesota, St. Louis. Okay, what did we have? Uh, I we both had explanations, so I want to kind (laughs) of lay them out here. We both picked Colorado, right? And we both correctly picked one of the other teams. I picked you correctly picked St. Louis to finish third. I picked Minnesota to finish third, correctly making having them make the playoffs. You did not have them in your top three. I Uh did not have St. Louis in my top three. I had Dallas second with the um, excuse that. They were very injured and unlucky the year before, and they would definitely bounce back. They're oh, fourth, God. and they kept Dale, uh, yeah. Vegas out of the playoffs. But, you know, that's Dallas was definitely not second, and they were definitely not better than Minnesota or St. Louis. You picked Winnipeg to finish second.
0: Did I really?
1: You said you really liked their offseason, and you really believed in Connor Hellebuck. I said Did I really I, as the side that I would pick Winnipeg to make the playoffs. You know
0: what's funny is that, and not just saying this because it was it was way off, but I, I legitimately... I'm surprised to hear that. I didn't think that I would have picked them, but apparently I must have been higher on them, I guess. I mean, well, Buck, I, I could imagine myself saying that, but I wouldn't have thought that I would have picked them second. But, huh, oh well. Yeah, I mean, I think
1: Colorado was very, very chalked this year.
0: I also didn't love Minnesota. I, I wasn't sure about how I felt about Minnesota. I do remember that, so I guess that does make sense.
1: Well, I think part of my trepidation with Minnesota was I really just thought Dallas was really good. I said I really believe in Dallas' defensive system. And you know what? I don't really think I do anymore.
0: <laughs> I believe because Jake I th- Ottinger. <laughs> well, and uh, Jason Robertson scoring 40 yes. Yeah, minutes. I think... And future of the- Hall of Famer Rupe Hintz.
1: I don't know if this makes sense since it's a lot of the same players, but I wonder how much of their success as a defensive team in the 2020 bubble was like residual Jim, Jim Nil? Is that his name? Jim yeah. Nil, right? Yeah. And not like anything having to do with... Yeah. I'm blanking on his name. <laughs> their coach Rick Bonus. Oh, Bonus! Yeah, like I, I wonder if like it was that because like the, the last two years, like last year actually, not to say that though, they were the number one team in expected goals against during the bubble season, not bubble season during the
0: playoffs. No,
1: during the uh, season last year. Oh, okay, yeah. The weird fake season with divisions, right. whatever. But still, they were in a good division. They they had a great expected goals against. Wow. And this year, they just were not as good as a defensive system. If they were, they might have finished second. Uh, oh well. And Winnipeg, uh, Chad said this, and I thought it was it's an interesting point. He said they could easily miss the playoffs if Hellebuck's anything but great. And this season, Hellbuck was just pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Uh,
0: so they missed the playoffs. That's why Chad also, makes the big bucks. Yeah,
1: Blake Wheeler <laughs> got hurt. That didn't help them or my. Oh yeah, sorry.
0: he was gone for a while there. Yeah, and their that's... coach quit. And Shifley also was out for periods of time too. And they weirdly don't play Ealers on the first line. No right, he's hurt. Shifley actually also had a really slow start to the year now that I'm thinking about it too. but yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, and the coach quit. That, that helped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's one of
1: the Pacific, which was good. It's an interesting one.
0: This has got to be all over the place, I'm sure. We all
1: picked the same division winner. And not only <laughs> and that, we, we were all like, wrong. <laughs> like, wow, anyone could finish second, really. There's such a range of teams that could finish second. And, buddy, Brendan, you did pretty okay. If you ignore that we all got Vegas finishing first. Right? Yeah?
0: What did I... Uh... You have
1: Edmonton finishing second, which they did. Okay. But you believe too much in Vancouver.
0: Well, okay. I have something to say about this. And anybody who... And I remember I said this on the goddamn episode. I'm almost positive that I did. Anybody who has listened to this show for the past three years when we were Blue and Gold, McDarlene, and then last year as well, I have been on the Calgary train, and I was. The last two years before this, I had picked Calgary to win the Pacific, and after they didn't do it the last two years, I was like, you know what, I'm going to just give up on it, I guess. I'm just going to let go, and maybe, you know, if I don't pick them, they'll surprise me, and they'll end up being great. And they were. You can go back and listen to last year and the year prior to that with me picking Calgary to win the Pacific. If not win, come in second behind Vegas, and I knew you were going to say this, and god damn it, duh, now, so
1: annoyed. Now, do you remember why you liked Vancouver?
0: Why I liked Vancouver, um, if I had to guess, it would probably be some combination between Demco and Quinn Hughes bouncing back. No, a different guy, Elias Pettersson. Him bouncing back? You were basically Go like, he, he might be the best
1: player in the league, maybe. What? You didn't say best player in the league. I guess you might have said Taylor. one of the best players in the league. You did? What you were really high on Elias Patterson. Okay, okay. I listened to it today. Okay. You I don't know if you said he had the best player in the but you're like yeah, they have one of the best players in the league, he could have a huge year, they could finish third. Now here's the thing. If they if they just fired their coach before the season oh, and yeah. brought in Brugerot then, they, they actually probably would have finished They probably would have they would have been a playoff team, I bet. Yeah, they probably would have been close to third. Yeah. They were close to third as it was. I'll be
0: uh, I'll be on the Vancouver train next year. I also will admit, I just like Vancouver a lot too because I think that in terms of uh, historically speaking, they maybe have the best sets of jerseys in the NHL. And there's
1: a lot of uh, parallels between their history and the Sabres. History. That too. Uh, Anthony also picked Vegas. Like mm. I said, we were all led astray, bamboozled. I've never
0: been more happy to be wrong <laughs> or bamboozled
1: uh anthony also another team that led some people straight picked seattle to finish second
0: <laughs> that one was tough yeah oh yeah
1: i uh we'll get more on that later tough and, that
0: philip grubauer decided to poop his pants this year that's a real tough loss yeah
1: and he had edmonton third that's good i like everyone else i picked vegas I picked Edmonton second. Hey, look at us. Correct. And I picked uh, Los Angeles third. Look at you.
0: I got it. Here's, a, here's the thing. You, I do remember you saying that and me being like, dude, Los Angeles? Are you sure they're not like a year away? And Well, look there's, at you. there's another LA
1: prediction. It's funny, though, because we probably recorded these two prediction shows. The, the second one was a two-parter. We recorded it at once. Right. At least a week later. Yeah. So I definitely forgot I said this where I was like, we were talking about the Pacific and I was like, do you guys realize someone besides Vegas has to win a playoff series? Because I was like, we all agreed Vegas is definitely yep, finishing first, yep. no question. Someone has to win this 2-3 series. And everyone laughed. No, you're right. And I was like, so I guess I when I was picking my team to be second, I was like, I guess it could be Edmonton. And everyone was kind of like, ah, one-line team. And I was like, I don't know, someone's got to win. And we'll get to my other prediction later, because I have both my bases covered for this series now. Because okay. that is not my prediction I made in the following episode.
0: Ah, later. interesting, okay. So we'll
1: see which one actually counts. Okay, that's And fair. Chad picked... <laughs> After Vegas, he picked the Kings to finish second. Good for so him. He believed in the Kings. He, like me, really liked that they signed Arvidsson and uh, Dano. Yeah. And that Byfield would uh, b- make a big impact. We, we actually both thought Bifelt, Byfield and uh, pa- uh, Cal Peterson mm-hmm. would be big for them, which not really. No. it's gotten better, and Peterson is... Ben, not
0: good. Quick has been the one that's led them there.
1: No one no one mentioned him. Check. I
0: really do like LA, I got to say, like not for the sake of like the immediate, but I think that they got to figure out what they're going to do after Quick because that fall off has been coming and I you know, he's It gonna, already happened. Well, he that's just that,
1: happened some year out of nowhere. That's what I'm
0: saying. Like the fallout has been it's been a thing and he has been getting worse and worse and then he had a nice bounce back this year, but they have to figure out what's going on in goal. Doughty had a good bounce back this year before getting injured, Um, but I mean they got some good pieces. Like you said, the two guys that they brought, especially Dino being there, but Byfield, Kylev, um, the other guys in their system they have coming up through, like Alex Turkot. Eventually, when he gets there, I know he's not, you know, as highly touted as he was when he was first coming out. But then. I'm blanking. Oh, Sean Dersey is actually another guy too who's really stepped up for them on their blue line, um, and, and filled that role of Dowdy being on like the first power play unit too. He's really come out of nowhere and has been really, really solid for them. So LA's got some cool pieces. I, I think they're a lot of fun. And after getting to see them in person, I uh, I, I I like LA. I think they're going to be. It'd be good fun if they to had watch. a
1: good team that was exciting. Since we watched them uh, win two
0: Stanley Cups with a team that was not, productive. yeah, like, yeah. It'd be good for the hockey fans of LA. Yeah, I'm blanking on some of their other prospects too. I'm just, I'm having a brain. F- oh, they have Brandt Clark coming up in a couple years too. My God, he's gonna be awesome. Yeah. So they're gonna be they're gonna be sick. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing LA grow. But anyways, c- carry on. So
1: Chad then picked Seattle to finish third in that division. Now Chad and Anthony both were on Seattle, and I was off. And maybe we'll talk that actually they come up in the next prediction thing. So I'll kind of leave that for that. Um, But that's, I mean, that's kind of a, it's an interesting thing. We did decent, I would say.
0: We definitely did decent. All season long, I'm telling you, though, I'm not even joking, the whole Calgary thing has been killing me, that the one year that I'm like, ah, I don't know, I'm not going to fall for it again, I'm not going to fall for Calgary, they end up doing what they did this year and are now... I think they have the second best odds in the West uh, to come out of the West. So
1: yeah, they looked like a speaking of the Kings, they looked like those Kings last night mm-hmm. playing mm-hmm. Bruce. Uh, Bruce, no, Jeez, Bruce. I was, Bruce. <laughs> I was gonna say Bruce Suter for some reason. Losing my goddamn mind. Oh, Daryl Sutter hockey. Yeah, I was gonna call like MLB Hall of Fame reliever Bruce Suter. <laughs> Daryl Sutter hockey. The, the entire game, Daryl Sutter was sitting there just like that weird, you know. Like kind of yeah, mean mugging, smug face, looking kind of well not smug, more like angry.
0: Um, I feel like he's Daryl Sutter has resting bitch face, like uh, the worst of maybe any coach in the NHL.
1: That actually, that make, I would say that. So yeah, but yeah he, and then they win one nothing against a kind of overmatched Dallas team. But yeah, what, Calgary came up and we did mention him going there, but there was definitely a trepidation in that they didn't make the playoffs in that kind of crap Canadian division. Yeah. Last year. Like that was. Yep. That was not. Well, because
0: Markstrom really didn't have a great year. He he absolutely did not have as good of a year as he did his last year in Vancouver. And so That's true. I think, you know, that took away a good amount of confidence that people had in them, my, myself included. I mean, oh, Jesus. This is going to bother me. All right. Well, should we get on to our, uh, our other predictions here? Or? Well, we've
1: all picked the cup.
0: Oh, Um, what did we do there?
1: Only Anthony picked a matchup. He said Vegas over Florida. Uh, And Chad picked Vegas. Me and you both picked Colorado, which, again, will clash with another one of my predictions. I I think I made this just off the cuff. Um, But, yeah, so I think uh, before we do that, we should hear from our sponsors at DraftKings, but I am looking for that uh, file because I haven't done it on my phone in a while. So we will see if it actually... Well, will you
0: look for that? I'll just put this out there. One idea that I had recently, too... Um, that we should do for another two-parter for an episode. We should do what we want to see out of the Sabres offseason, both from a personnel standpoint and then also from like off the ice stuff, too. Because I forgot that when I was in Los Angeles and I was at the Kings game, I was taking notes on my phone of like the cool things that they're doing with their presentation, with like the outside of the arena, the indoor, like inside the arena stuff and then the concourse area. So I think it'd be kind of fun if we did a two parter where we do like personnel and like who we want to see the Sabres go after, maybe some draft stuff, too, after we get an idea of the draft lottery and what that's going to look like. And then what we can do is do, like, some of the off-the-ice stuff, like improvements to Alumni Plaza, improvements in the arena, things like that.
1: That's a good idea. Um, So, let's hear from our sponsor. uh, Hoops fans! fans. No, it's actually Hockey Fans. Oh, okay. The pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on and DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NHL has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. I'll tell you what, free advice, don't bet on Nashville. (laughs) Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs? Don't bet on Nashville. (laughs) With DraftKings same-game parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So, what do you got to do? You got to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. That's the Hockey Podcast Network. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See our show notes for details and responsible gambling resources. Uh, So, I I don't know if any, any hockey fans out there watched that Nashville game the other night, but they're not quite the same team without UC Saros. And I would go so far as to say is if UC Saros doesn't play like this year's Igor Shosturkin next year, I would bet um, a house that I don't own on them missing the playoffs.
0: Fair. Yeah, that's fair. They had a couple of uh, bounce-back years out of a couple of guys like Duchesne and Granlin. Well, Granlin was okay last year, but man, yeah, UC Saros is really the engine on that train. He really was the reason they made it last year, too. Oh, yeah. But this year... He's been playing Vesna level hockey the past couple of years, for yeah, sure.
1: We would agree that the bottom of the West playoff picture is not nearly as good as the bottom of the East, I think. Dallas and Nashville are...
0: Oh, yeah. Like, it's... it's
1: I mean, it's not... They're not very good teams. They're nowhere near what Colorado is, or Calgary even. Uh, so even with that, making that, like, lesser playoffs... I mean, Nashville, they had
0: four guys shoot 20%.
1: Their top four guys scoring wide shot Ooh. 20% this year.
0: Did Duchenne? Was he one of them? I did think he really so. get out, man? Those Woo-hoo.
1: guys just they were all on the shooting heater, and they also had like one of the five best goalies in the league this yeah. season. Like that team is going to get 76 points next year, unless they make some big changes,
0: right? Right, and you have Yossi putting up as many points as he did, but is he going to be able to do that again next year? No, mm-hmm. he's not. Oh, he fell just short of 100, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Like, get ninety.
1: Six? Since mm-hmm. i in '90s, he had the highest number. season since Phil Housley in,
0: in uh, more yeah. than 30 years ago. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Makar will break it next year. I bet Makar will put up 100 points next year. Honestly,
1: possible. Yeah. I don't. I think the Housley season might have been '93. So it might have been under 30 years. It was 30 years since someone had 100. Impressive, Housley had 90, regardless. Housley at '97, I would want to say. Wow. Or whatever. Whatever, he was soft though, so
0: True. Not like Roman Yose, who's a the bruiser. Who's not soft? Yeah.
1: So do you want to hear your predictions for the Sabres first or mine?
0: Uh well why don't we do we'll do mine first and then we could do yours first for the NHL ones.
1: Okay. Alright, so your first one, this is a tough one. But Because it was so close. Oh. Casey Middlestat will score more than a half a point a game. Oh, well. He had nineteen points in 40 games so literally one point away from doing that
0: I think give him a full season maybe that's a little different that one's tough because the guy was injured for half the year more than half well
1: yeah it's funny because we recorded this like during the first week of the season and you're like I wanted to say he was going to get 50 points but like he's hurt so I'll just say half a point a game he's like he's supposed to come back in a couple weeks but you never know with these injuries Come on really? <laughs> yeah. we no saw, way. We All saw right full time in like March. Listen. I think he actually did play 40 games.
0: I'm gonna take that as a win then. If I had guessed and said you never know what these injuries, I count that more than I count what the actual prediction itself was.
1: All right, here's one that you accomplished by March. Good. okay. Jeff Skinner more than 20 goals. Let's get it. There we go. which is actually people are saying like scoffing at that possibly at home. Jeff Skinner had zero goals for the first half of last season.
0: It was a huge question mark coming into this. Anybody, who, anybody who came into this year like uh, saying that everyone or the consensus was confident that he was going to bounce back is a liar. Yeah. Nobody we was... We were confident. We, only us. We were the but only ones. But I was like, yeah, <laughs> 20 goals. That
1: sounds about right. That'd be a good year for him. He had 35. Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, that's his second best season, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Second or third best season. So that's good. All right. Your third one. It's not a bad take, but it didn't come true. Uh-oh. Darlene will lead the team in points. How could you have known about the Tejasons? <laughs> Darlene ended up <laughs> the
0: third.
1: The was third with 53 points, I want to say. I would
0: be curious to know what the discrepancy was between Darlene's scoring pace post-All-Star break and pre-All-Star break. Hmm. <laughs> Just to know if, like, what that trend would have been, or what it would have been spread through the full season if you had played at that pace, it was it, well. And I'll also say too, I I think in large part, I I do remember predicting that because we weren't really. I mean, Tage is one thing, but it, we weren't really expecting anybody to be good by that point, and <laughs> yeah, we we just we didn't know, you know. It was there was question marks everywhere. That is one thing I also remember too is that we had said that. There's real like the the number of variables that go into every single player on this team was off the charts. Like yeah. there was no sure thing coming into that se- in, into this past season at all. Yeah. Um anyway,
1: your fourth prediction and this was not proven uh true or false yet. Rasmus Asplund will be here beyond
0: 2025. Cool. All right. So we will see. All right. Listen, we're we're talking about this man getting Selkie votes from the Evolving Wild Twins. I'll (laughs) gladly take that shit. Let's go, Rasmus. Yes. All right. Maybe, maybe,
1: gets 10 goals next year. Who knows? Hey. Try to, you know. I mean, he was probably pretty close. (laughs) Maybe
0: maybe he will. Uh, You know. (laughs) little production never hurt anybody. Yeah, that that wouldn't hurt.
1: That'd be great. Okay,
0: what do we got for five? Oh, boy. Oh, no.
1: We will be pleasantly surprised with the return we get in a trade for Will Butcher. (laughs)
0: Ooh. <laughs> well, we that's trade that's pretty good. Trade. We that's, just
1: traded Robert Hag, and I was not pleasantly surprised. That's
0: actually kind of hilarious. I'll say, if we would have gotten the seventh-round pick for Will Butcher, I probably would have been pleasantly surprised with that. <laughs> <coughs>
1: Sorry. You are good. All bad. right. Um, Moving on to my Sabres predictions. My first one was the Sabres would not be last overall in the NHL. Hey! Mission accomplished by three weeks in because there I saw how go. Montreal and... Arizona were doing, so I kind of knew they wouldn't be last. Seemed like they were going to be bottom five for most of the year, but nice strong finish, so they weren't even close. They were 20-something points clear of the last Hell yeah! Um, here's a good one that I did not remember making, uh, and I'm honestly kind of surprised I even thought this, but I said that Tage Thompson had had 35 points in his first 145 NHL games, but this year he would finish with more than 35 points. Good for you. Yeah. I should have said goals. I know. <laughs> <Literally, no. laughs> so yeah, he had thirty-five points by halfway through the yeah, not halfway, but like he had thirty-five points probably He's by killing like it. March something.
0: What was the the stat that really sticks out with me with Tage too is that he wasn't streaky this year. No. I, I, he was he only had one stretch of five games where he did not record a point. But otherwise you maybe have like two two games here, three games there sometimes. No, there was five games, was the longest stretch that he had gone without a point. Which, again, for a guy that we, especially you, were very, very low on, yeah, that's pretty remarkable.
1: I think my point was he would play a lot, that's basically what I was getting. I was like, he'll play a lot, so he'll get to 35 points. Yeah, someone has to get points.
0: You could have doubled that number and you would have been close.
1: Yeah, all right. So I said, Daleen would hit his 150th career point. He actually got to his 160th. Damn right. By, Let's go. Yeah, good year by him. Uh the fourth one. <laughs> Don Granada will pass Ron Rolston in career sabres wins by Thanksgiving. <sighs> and Ralph Krueger by the season's end. Which he did.
0: Hey! Good, good look he's, at you, Taylor.
1: He's now twelfth all time in uh Sabres wins as a coach. He's really not that he's like oh, a couple of good God. seasons away from catching Ted Nolan, who's like fourth. Christ. Wow. My take is uh, the Sabres turned over coaches too much when they were still good. So they shouldn't have done that. Yeah,
0: well there you go. Uh,
1: all right, and the last one I made for the Sabres was there will be more guys scored from guys more goals scored from guys born in the two thousands and the eighties. I think that quickly seemed like the opposite of a bold prediction. Yeah. Super obvious one. And then Kyle Laposa went off. Uh, but then also Peyton Krebs showed up, so I won.
0: Hey, congratulations. What, so you go five for five? I did. I'm the Look at ones. you. That's telling me that I wasn't bold enough, honestly. Uh, no. In hindsight, but at the time they were good ones, though.
1: Yeah. All right, so uh, my five uh, league-wide predictions, starting with Montreal will be the worst cup uh, finalist, whatever, next season. I don't know. What's, what's a good way to put that? The, the worst fi- uh, follow-up to a cup finalist season since the o two o three Canes. Buddy, they were worse.
0: Oh, yeah, baby. I
1: was not expecting them to be this bad. I thought, you know, they were already kind of bad. Like, they were not. They were completely lucky to get to the cup. And they were going to lose Price, Weber, and Kotakiemi. And they were going to have to rely on, you know, Cole Caulfield to be like, not just a guy that scored, but like their premier forward. He was good
0: when St. Louis came along, at least.
1: But I was like, how could you beat the 0203 Canes, who had 61 points in the Yeah, that's impressive. They did because they only had 53. So they might be, as far as I know, the worst follow up to a cup of all time. I mean, they definitely awesome. are for the modern era, I would say. But like, I, I don't know. I'm not going to go back from every season before 1967. Yeah. But like, man, there's really nothing like it. Uh, Next, I said no playoffs for the Seattle Kraken. There you go. So we both did not pick them in the top three in the Pacific. uh, But a lot of people did. And I think this... So there's two things. One, I'm not going to take a victory lap on Philip Grubauer going from, like, solid above average to the worst goalie in the league. Because, like, I I, I didn't think that was going to happen. You have the Avalanche
0: playing in front of you, too, as compared to an expansion team.
1: True, but I'm even... If you look at, like you know, like, goals saved above expected. Mm-hmm. Like, stats that, like, kind of account for defense. Yeah, no, that's fair, too. Yeah. Uh, in, in the kind of shots you're taking, he went from, like, good, consistently good, to being uh, a nightmare. Like, literally had uh, allowed, like, I think 35 more goals than would be expected of an average goalie, and they were expecting him to be above average. That's what they paid him for. But I will uh, remind people in Linux, the analytics community that... If you want to win hockey games, you got to score goals, unless Daryl Sutter's your coach. Mm-hmm. But, like, you can't just be like, well, wow, look at this. They have they got 40 guys in the expansion draft, and none of them are bad. They aren't even good. Are any of them score? No, none of them. Bunch of Will Borgians on defense, mm. and I don't even know who on offense.
0: Matty Veneers looks good, at least. He does.
1: So they have something going for them going forward. They will not be this bad again next year, uh, unless Grubauer is permanently this bad. No. In which case, all bets are off. I think they'll probably be okay, but probably not a playoff team. But, yeah, I, I don't understand why people are so hot on them. All right, this is the one that contradicts with what I was uh, saying earlier. L.A. will make the second round. Uh, like I said, I briefly said Edmonton will be the team. since said someone has to win one. But I guess I forgot about that in that time.
0: So, so right now, make the decision. Who's it, who's it going to be? L.A. Oh, yeah? Oh.
1: I would. This is the prediction I remember making, that L.A. would make the second round. Because there's a good while this year when I was like, ah, I should have picked Anaheim. Because <laughs> Anaheim was like the team that seemed like, we're the young team that's actually going to get hot. And they definitely came back down to earth. Uh, LA was the one I remembered, though. So that's the, I think this is one I, I sat down and thought, I'll make this prediction. Instead of like, huh, isn't this funny? One of these idiots has to make the second round. <laughs> and one of them does. Mm-hmm. In fact, two of them probably will now, because Cal- Calgary almost certainly will make the second
0: mm-hmm. round.
1: Wild. You know who's not going to
0: in the second round? The wild. Vegas. <laughs> Vegas, for sure. Yes. Uh, all right. Again, never been happier to be wrong. Yes. Ninth,
1: or fourth for these ones. One of the new TV guys has to publicly apologize at some point. <laughs> so this is the first thing I'm actually probably wrong about. Unless it happens during the playoffs... That, I remember you victory. making that one that's so funny oh. that was just based on how the hockey guys had done at NBC and the fact that they were bringing out a bunch of people a bunch of let's say not young not polished people to uh, have to be on TV for the first time although I think they mostly comported themselves well Yeah. the exception of Pulp is in that that uh, so and then my last one not right or wrong yet also Clashes with something I said in that episode, but this is my actual prediction Colorado loses in round two again.
0: Wow. Uh,
1: which I think my point was there's always, I said it was illogical and it still is. Like, there's always a team that everyone's like, wow, Are they, do they have what it takes? Are they going to ever win? Like, as soon as the Capitals won, pressure off, mm-hmm. pressure immediately on Tampa Bay. And when the pressure's on, what I see is the first year the pressure's on a little bit. There's a little bit of, hmm, are they going to do it? And yeah, then yeah. Tampa Bay lost. They got swept after winning 62 games. They got swept by the Columbus Blue Jackets. Right. And everyone was like, ha, 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 forever. But eventually, they almost always eventually win, except for the Sharks, R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, so I think this is my thought was Colorado would lose in round two this year and then win the Cup next year.
0: Gretzky had him losing to St. Louis in he- his bracket.
1: So in, that would be the next round, right? Yeah, in the second round. Next yeah, second he round. has
0: Colorado losing to St. Louis in the second round. I, I think he actually has St. Louis going to the cup. Really? He has Carolina winning. He has Carolina beating St. Louis.
1: That would be an Conference final. final. Yeah. Wayne, you are not the great one at making interesting brackets. <laughs> Man. All right, do you want to hear your league-wide picks?
0: Let's do it. I think I have one of them that didn't happen due to injury but was about to happen. Um, Did I pick one? Did I have something with Eric Carlson?
1: Yeah, it,
0: well, I have to do the mental arithmetic. No, I don't. I can do it with a calculator. What was you uh, right, said what was Eric it?
1: Carlson will bounce back here, and he'll have more than 50 points. So do you have your calculator right? I'm going to
0: do it right now because I'm going to see how many he had. I believe he
1: had 35 in 56 games.
0: 35 in 56 games. So
1: what you do is divide 35 by 56. Hold on a
0: second here hmm and then what, multiply that by 82? Yeah. 51.25, baby. Nice. All right, so that one, I guess, can I, t- can I take a W on that one? Because he actually was way better this year.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Can you take a W? Because you were talking about injuries stopping him
0: from being good, and he was
1: going to have a bounce back year from those injuries.
0: Yeah, but pl- there's a difference between playing through an injury and actually just well, being out. he
1: did play the 50... 50- Plus point pace, so I guess you can take victory on that. <clears line. throat> um, all right, this next one unfortunately looks like it might come true. Tampa will not come out of the east. Oh, yeah, they probably will not. Yeah, it's very rare to go to three straight cups.
0: Well, you know, we'll see what happens after they beat Toronto in six, but
1: who's the last team to go to three straight? Yeah, okay, I hope so. Who's the last team to go to three straight cups? Mm...
0: It's a good trivia question. Probably Edmonton, right? New Jersey or Colorado never did, right?
1: No. Colorado only went to the two.
0: Um, New Jersey
1: went to two straight, definitely. Detroit didn't because they went 95, 97, 98, 02. So I'm going to say it's Edmonton, 83, 84, 85. My final answer. Well, anyway, Tampa... It, this isn't proven yet, but they're down one to Toronto. I believe they're playing again tonight. Tampa and six. And then, you know, it's a tough road because then they would have to play Florida, right? And then if they won that, they'd have to play someone else who also mm-hmm. is good. So it's a tough It's not easy to play three years in a row. All
0: right, let's see. Uh oh no! This is for consecutive Stanley Cup wins. Oh, what about appearances? There we go. Nope, not playoff. Come on! It's really, NHL records most consecutive. Yeah, no. This is only given me for uh, for winners on this because I was gonna say it would either. It would, Yeah, I think it probably is Edmonton. Um, uh, Yeah, this is all about teams who won three straight.
1: Uh, That doesn't happen anymore, so it's irrelevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so your next one was, you said, Spencer Knight would win the Calder. Calder hasn't been given out yet. Oof. Maybe. No, (laughs) that's that's a tough
0: one to take. Uh, was it gonna be cider? Yeah, yeah. All right. Spencer Knight, I said, huh? Damn. Well, it made sense with Florida being that good. I, I mean, who would have thought that Bob would have had the year he was having?
1: True. And now, who? Uh, here's one that isn't really right or wrong. It's Ackblad will be top three in Norris voting. He probably would have. He been.
0: would have if he would have stayed healthy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he probably would have been him, Makar, and Norris, Norris, and <laughs> him, Makar, and, and Roman, Roman Norris. Roman, Roman Norris. They might as well call him. There you go. They should call Nick Listum, friggin' Nick Norris. Nick Norris. <laughs> All right. What so do we got left? One more. It was weirdly specific. Was it good? Well, it starts. outright. Oh God. You said if Vegas trades for Eichel, Colorado will make a move for a second line winger. Or second line forward, you said. And then they'll win the cup. Did oh. they make a move for a second line forward? Did they? I don't know. I feel like Florida's the one that actually did that with Giroux. Wait a second. He,
0: well, they were going after Giroux, too. Let's see really quick. I mean, let me look at Colorado's roster here. I don't know if they actually did. Ziggy is joining the chat now, everybody. Um. Let's see here. I actually... No, I don't think that... Oh, they did, actually. Son of a bitch. Yeah, Arturi Lekkinen from uh, Montreal. Is he on the second line? Yeah. With who? He's playing with Kadri and Landeskog. Oh, man. Let's go! Technically still on. What's that? Technically still on. Yeah, game on, baby. Because, yeah,
1: it was a... It's the only prediction that starts with a conditional, I guess. Well, I mean, a lot of the conditionals are if someone
0: stays healthy. Let's see what his year looked like. He, uh... Yeah, no, they did. He, he's been getting second-line minutes with them. Wow. All right, let's go. Yeah, good stuff. Okay, wow, that was great. Yeah,
1: those are our predictions. That that
0: they were. Well, looking forward to doing our predictions for 2022, 2023. Do you have uh, any predictions for the playoffs coming up at all that you'd like to share? Hmm. Uh, No, I... I like the uh, the Penn's rangers series. Uh, damn what a one. game that was last yeah. night. Yeah. I
1: will say uh, <laughs> How about
0: the Avalanche? <laughs> just folks, five goals in the first period. You love to see it. Did you see that it was
1: like David Riddich that was like only one expected goal for? What? Yeah. Pretty wild. Yeah, the Avalanche just I so I watched it like the first first five minutes and I was like, Oh man, I gotta see this overtime. It's going on right now. So I changed the channel. And I looked at my phone and I was like, is it still 2 nothing? No, it's 4 nothing." And while I was looking at the ESPN app, it changed to 5 nothing. So,
0: oh, tough man. game.
1: Uh, predictions, though, I don't really have any at this point that I didn't already say. I guess, I think that St. Louis, Minnesota will be a better series than game one was. Mm-hmm. That's my main prediction.
0: Okay, I can get down with that. All right, very nice. Um...
1: Oh, we should mention this, by the way. Oh. John Vogel announced today that he's leaving the Sabres beat, writing, uh, beat reporter job for a different job at The Athletic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so that's... John has been covering the Sabres since, I think, probably since both of us have watched hockey. The main Or at least read the newspaper. Yeah, 20 years, right? Yeah, he was originally with the Buffalo News. And he's always been, a, I don't know, a really steady guy. Mm-hmm. Writes interesting stories. Uh, seems to like show up doesn't cause any drama on Twitter or anything like that. You know, can
0: write about subtly very funny, too. I feel like he'll have the the random odd like pot shot that just like cracks me up from time to time, too. Yeah, um, he he's great. Oh,
1: yeah, he can write about pretty much anything. Uh, he's Really good at writing about people, writing about where people are from, His, and what kind of life yeah, they've had before. Yeah, hell of
0: a storyteller. Like, beyond Definitely. just reporting on the game, the guy can write a fucking story.
1: Yeah. And genuinely seems like a normal guy who's not obsessed with sports. We love
0: normal guys. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So that's good. Uh, So he's obviously done a great job at The Athletic, too. I don't know personally why he's choosing a different job, but I imagine covering the Sabres the past, what, like 13 years? Mm -hmm. Hasn't been the most fun job in the world. Even if there's usually a lot to cover. Maybe, you know, it's not easy to be around negativity all the time. This is true. This Uh, is true. And, I mean, so... You know, so whatever he's doing, good luck to him. He's been uh, he's done a great job in that role, and uh, yeah, we'll see who they they have to replace him. Right? You know who
0: you know who it should be. You hire Joe Yurden. I was thinking they hire Joe work, Yurden because
1: Joe Yurden did work there before. So yeah, that's my guess. They probably. really should, man. That guy's yeah. great. But hey,
0: the athletic—if you would like to hire me, <laughs> yeah. let's do it. We could start their podcast network. The Athletic Podcast Network. Yeah, let's go. We're there. I'm. I'm with it. I'm with it. All right. Who's your random Sabres player of the episode? Hmm. Hmm. This is a great question. I'm gonna say
1: Taylor Pyatt.
0: Taylor Pyatt. a fellow Taylor. Yeah. Respect. Respect. All right. Well, I'm gonna go with the Poop Man, Darren Poopa. Oh, Poopa. <laughs> wow. Do you have any
1: recommendations, Poop Man?
0: Uh, I do actually. I recommend that. Everybody joins us Thursday night to go see Doctor Strange, because we are going to see it, and it's going to be great. I don't recommend that.
1: There's a very limited amount of seats in the theater.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there definitely is. Well, find your own theater. Get your ticket to go. It's going to be a good time. I'm really looking forward to it. Excited to, uh, to see what this movie that's been hyped up for so long is eventually going to amount to, but... Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll go with that. I mean, I know that's not really a recommendation because I haven't actually seen it yet. But uh, how about you? Did you see Morbius yet?
1: I saw a, a very similar movie to Morbius. It's called The Northman. I saw it. Uh, it's about a guy from North Buffalo who's really cool. Uh, no, so I saw The Northman at North Park Theater, and it was good. Yeah, folks, if you like Robert Eggers, Bobby Eggs, as I call him, around in good terms like that. Bobby Eggs, uh, director of the the Witch, the Witch or whatever. Oh. Uh, W's, in the English language,
0: used to be two V's, oh. uh, and The Lighthouse. Why isn't a W called a double V? Isn't it in um, Spanish? Doble V. In Spanish, right? Doble V, yes. Well, they
1: have it correct. We definitely have it wrong, because it's mm. definitely a
0: double V. It doesn't look like a U to me, so... Yeah.
1: Interesting. Well, so anyway, it's really good, Viking Epic Tale. Ooh. Uh, so you should see it, because it seems like based on box office, not a lot of people have. If you like those other films... Uh they're they're a good time. And uh Willem Dafoe's there. So I mean what else?
0: Oh for? we love Willem Dafoe.
1: Everyone does. We do. We Eric all do the most treasured actor.
0: He really is. He really is up there. Alright. Do you have any other just thoughts on life or anything that you'd like to share, Taylor? Um No. Good. It's usually a good thing. All right, everybody. Well, thank you for tuning into this episode of Straight Up Sabres presented by the Hockey Podcast Network and the Charging Buffalo. Make sure you're checking out both the (laughs) presenters of this podcast on their respective websites. Whatever streaming platform you are currently listening to this podcast on, make sure you go check them out and all of our fellow shows on both of our networks. And make sure you're checking them out on social media too. And also with that being said, make sure you are checking us out on social media, Straight Up Sabres on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Last but certainly not least, DraftKings. Make sure you are going and using promo code THPN at checkout to take advantage of great deals. We'll be back with another one of our off-season episodes coming up on Monday. But in the meantime, everybody, have a great weekend. This has been Straight Up Sabres.